Good morning, everybody. Leo Cannell here with the Seven Figures Club podcast. In today's episode, boys and girls, we're going to check out a very important topic that entrepreneurs, aspiring entrepreneurs, and most people just are not aware of. And it's the fact that in entrepreneurship and in life, we, you, me, are often we're our own worst enemy. We're going to talk about how I basically was my own worst enemy and was brought to my knees twice as an entrepreneur and why self-awareness and honest assessment on a daily, weekly, monthly basis is the solution to this very real enemy. Let's get started. There are over 32 million businesses in the U.S. and over 90% of them will never break seven figures in annual sales. So how do we as entrepreneurs or aspiring entrepreneurs break into that seven figures club? This podcast will relentlessly share the secrets, strategies, and tactics I've used to create three multi-seven figures businesses and bring in even more successful entrepreneurs than me to share their inspirational stories and tactics to success. You can create your dream business in life right now. So buckle up and let's go. So it's uh, obviously been a very interesting uh, last several days. We've got the uh, election results in. We've got uh, COVID-19 and everything that's going on with that in terms of cases uh, increasing. And so there's uncertainty. There's you know lots of things to distract you. And one of the most important things that you need to do is stay focused as an entrepreneur, as a business owner, someone trying to build your own empire, whether you're building a funding empire, you know, with our, our partner program, whether you're building your own business, starting a tech company, doing a side hustle, whatever it is that you're working on, it's all about focus. And as you're focusing in, something that I've seen over and over again is that time and time again, we are often our own worst enemy. And I know what you're thinking, thinking, wait a second, how can I be my own worst enemy? I'm working you know towards building something it's uh, other people and outside influences that are my worst enemy and that is not the case that is not what i've seen over and over again in my life and it's not what i've seen from people most times i've seen extremely talented capable people who are their own worst enemies and so as i think of examples of you know cases i'm certainly going to talk uh, about a couple of examples in my own life where i was my own worst enemy and yes there were outside forces yes there were outside things but i had control over all of it and ultimately i was the cause of it i was my own worst enemy in those cases but just thinking off the top of my head of some examples of different people i can think of I can think of one gentleman in particular who was uh, an employee of mine in my previous company when I started uh, this company, Seven Figures Funding. Uh, I worked uh, with him and another gentleman uh, who also had worked in my previous company. Good guys, talented guys, capable guys, and, and this guy was so good over the phone. He just had this great trusting voice and he was very good at sales and he was incredibly talented and at times he would be very hard working and over and over again i saw him self-sabotage his entire career his entire existence uh, and entrepreneurial ability and it was ex it's extremely painful to to watch that and and think about that and the first time i saw it, my previous company he was doing well and then he he actually started to 
I mean, it was just it was just crazy. He was doing well, and then he started getting incredibly paranoid and very cynical, and thinking that uh, myself and and some of my partners, who definitely had their weaknesses and issues, no question about it, were just out to get him. That just wasn't the case, and he essentially stopped working. His work ethic went down. His creativity went down. Everything that he was so good at just disappeared, and he started trying to find problems, and and then very soon thereafter began making and causing problems. I would walk in uh, to work, and I would manage uh, certain departments uh, in our company, and oh, the first thing he would tell me, oh yeah, morale is really low, you know, our team's not filling it, and never mind that each one of them in that department were making more money than they ever had at any other previous job. Uh, we had uh, some really great uh, benefits, uh, we, you know, we had games in the office, I mean, it was a fun environment to work at, and yet day after day I'd hear about how things were just so terrible. And lo and behold, it was always him thinking that he was acting in his own best self-interest, but in, re- in reality, he was sabotaging his position within the company, and eventually it got to a point where he crossed a line, a line that he knew was wrong, and everybody around him knew was wrong, and we had no choice but to cut him loose and, and let him go. And incredibly, he uh, landed on his feet, uh, and one of our other partners you know, called me and said, hey, this, this uh, guy's asking for a job. What do you think? And I told him, listen, he's incredibly talented. He's just his own worst enemy. If he can get out of his own way, he'll be good. He's certainly not a bad person. He's got incredible ability. I'd give him a chance. He did. They worked together well. And then when I started uh, my next company after leaving that one, even though I'd started that one in my kitchen, uh, starting up and I needed some help uh, with our fulfillment department uh, with funding and he had uh, already uh, been building that out with uh, kind of on a independent basis and so I contracted him as an independent contractor to come in and help out with fulfillment with our company and we worked together incredibly well for about about four and a half, five months, and uh, were able to fund a lot of great entrepreneurs and business owners. And eventually, I had to take that uh, and build that out uh, in our internally in our own company because we had to have that control and that fulfillment with our clients. We couldn't be, you know, doing it through a third-party independent contractor. So obviously, he was disappointed with that, but he had plenty of opportunities and plenty of business coming in. And with his partner he essentially made up a series of lies claiming that there were lawsuits and liabilities and basically pushed his partner out of the company uh, that he and his partner had built and within three months of us parting ways uh, i mean his company was no more he's not even in the business anymore so talented so capable and yet was his own worst enemy which led to his downfall not once but twice I hope he learns from it. Sometimes I feel like some people just like the dramatic life, and unfortunately that's probably where he fits. So a very sad example, a true example of somebody very capable who is their own worst enemy. Going back to myself and looking at times where I was my own worst enemy, I can think of the first company that I started that uh, did very well went from zero to about $3 million in sales within a couple years. 
and uh, we were growing fast and unfortunately our top employee was making some uh, questionable decisions in, in terms of ethics, in terms of staying on the right side of the law and uh, it was at a very volatile time where different companies and lenders were going out of business and it was right before the 0809 recession hit and made a mistake. I, I should, uh, should have let this guy go should not have continued to let him work at our company and he eventually became a, a, an enormous obstacle that, that really brought our company down and uh, we had to close the doors because of things that he'd done because i didn't fire his ass for the stupid shit he was doing and so that my friends was me being my own worst enemy i knew and it's one of those things that's a tough decision do you fire your top salesperson even though you know that he's he or she is bringing your company down, ruining your culture, has the wrong attitude or just the wrong ethics that can absolutely shut your company down. And I was a coward and made a poor decision. And that led to, you know, bringing me to my knees and that company coming to a halt that I had uh, started, uh, you know, out in my home office uh, at, the, uh, at the age of 25. And so that was a painful experience. And another really painful experience was my previous company that uh, we also launched out of my kitchen. And there were about uh, five of us uh, that started out and uh, the business uh, grew rapidly and I passed out equity like candy to multiple partners. And that ended up being a massive, massive mistake. And I empowered them way too much, gave up way too much power. And when our company needed to make pivots, and fire people who for sure definitely needed to be fired people who were related you know to some of my partners i mean this was a massive massive mistake and error and who caused it i did yeah there were outside influences yeah their poor decisions put us uh, in, in that spot i certainly made some poor decisions along the way too but the biggest poor decision i made and the biggest way i was my own worst enemy in building that business, which by the way, went from zero to $5 million in, in the first 18 months, right from my kitchen to, you know, multiple office spaces. I was my own worst enemy. I empowered them. I honestly, to a certain extent, let them push them, push me around in my own company that my blood, sweat and tears, you know, built. And what a massive mistake that was. I was my own worst uh, enemy in building that business and so over and over again i've seen this happen to so many people i can think of a a former employee that we had uh, a year and a half ago so capable so talented so good with clients and yet he was his own worst enemy his work ethic dropped dramatically everything was someone else's fault it was blame 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 it was i'm a victim it was the opportunities, not good. And I would give him opportunities. What if you you know, worked in and did this? You'd earn extra money that way. What if you did this? You'd earn extra money that way. Unwilling to do it. Uh, I think of a couple other employees that, uh, that we've parted ways with in the last year and the same thing. Very capable, talented people, unwilling to do what it takes to succeed because they had this hubris, this arrogance that they didn't, you know, basically they, they didn't want to pick up the phone and, and call some clients. And that was the opportunity that we had right there in front of them. They didn't do it. And now they're no longer here. One of them struggling uh, mightily and, and the other one, 
you know, making really poor decisions uh, in, in the personal life that is illustrating that, that uh, they are their own worst enemy. And they have no one to blame but themselves. They have the capability, they have the talent, they have the wherewithal, they've had the opportunities, and they've squandered them. They've been their own worst enemy. I can think of another uh, another employee that we had, and she was so hardworking and smart and capable. She started in an entry-level position, worked her way up to funding manager, was so good, and then she started to take on the negative mantra and victim mindset that she was raised with. Her father was a defense attorney and big corporations and everybody's out to get you and business is bad and that started to become her belief. And I watched her go from uh, our top producer as a funding manager down to our worst to eventually she got fired and had all the talent, all the capability in the world, but was her own worst enemy. And so what's the solution? How do we rein in ourselves, who are our own damn worst enemy, and fix this? Well, what you want to do is is understand this term. It's called self-awareness. It's called emotional intelligence. And what it comes down to is an honest assessment of who you are, where your strengths are, and where your weaknesses are. And so early on in my career... You know, I was out to prove everybody wrong, and everything I did was to, you know, show people that I was a successful entrepreneur and business owner and proving them all wrong. One thing that I did was I, I was about 45 uh, credits uh, short of graduating uh, with a finance degree at the University of Utah, and I did not complete that because I started you know, working in an industry where I was making $100,000 a year uh, at age 23, eventually started my own business, was, you know, making a multiple six-figure income, building a seven-figures business at age 25, 26, and thought I was extremely successful. But I cared so much about what other people thought. My decisions were actually aligned with, well, how can I show other people that I'm successful? And when you actually are successful, you don't give a damn what anybody thinks. You know what you care about? You care about what you think. You care about what your expectations of yourself are. And I guarantee you they're way higher than anybody else's. And so to take out your number one enemy, which inevitably in almost all people is yourself, it takes self-awareness to know when you're screwing up. It takes self-awareness to surround yourself, not with yes people that, oh, you're perfect, you're doing everything right, you're on the right path, but surround yourself with people who will keep it real with you, who will tell you when you F up, when you screw up, and will you know give you honest uh, assessments and, and answers to decisions. Because at the end of the day, as uh, one of my mentors, Patrick Beck David says, it's all about your ability to assess issues and make great decisions. And if you're not able to make those great decisions and assess issues logically and objectively, you'll consistently screw those decisions up and you will be your own worst enemy and you'll have no one to blame for your results but yourself. And so to be self-aware is to you know, be 100% honest with yourself, with your mistakes. And the good news is, as an entrepreneur, like the numbers often don't lie, right? Is your business growing? Is your bottom line profit margin where it needs to be? Are you building a culture based on principles and values? And does your team know what those principles and values are? The older I get, 
the more I realize that principles and values are what ultimately dictate our success in business, in life, with our family. And, you know, it's it's a constant grind. It's a constant uh, assessment that you have to do. One of the things I talk to my kids about, I've got five of them, is the importance of not lying to yourself. So many people so good at lying to themselves. My daughter uh, comes uh, back with a, a bad grade. Oh, it's the teacher's fault. It's uh, this is fault. It's uh, having to do some school that's online instead of with the teacher because of the pandemic. So many different excuses, but ultimately she's the one to blame. There's no one to blame but herself. She let that happen, you know, with that, with that grade, with that uh, teacher, whatever it is. And it's the same thing with our weekly results, our monthly results, the bad numbers that we had for the week, for the month, we caused them. Did we spend time with the wrong things? Did we not prioritize what was most important? Were we working on you know, things that didn't matter instead of generating sales? Did we only worry about the top line sales number and forget that before we do that, we got to make sure that our business model and our per unit per sale is a profitable model? And if we didn't figure that out before we got started, we need to make a pivot quick and change. And the worst thing you can do is continue to make bad decisions and fail without making change and expect different results. The, de- the definition of insanity, continuing to do the same thing and yet expecting different, better results, not going to happen, my friend. So at the end of the day, we must be self-aware. We must give ourselves honest assessments. We must know what our strengths and our weaknesses are. We must put people and systems and processes in place and technology to help us with our weaknesses. We have to hold ourselves accountable and we have to hold our team accountable. One way in which we can sabotage and be our own worst enemy is to not do the hard things, to not hold people accountable when their numbers are not where they need to be, when the way they treat a customer, partner, or client is not where it needs to be. We have to hold them accountable. We have to hold ourselves accountable. And a big part, I believe, of not being your own worst enemy is acknowledging your mistakes and your screw-ups to your team, to your spouse, to your children, and then moving forward and not making that same mistake twice, which, of course, as I tell my kids, would be egregious. To make one mistake as human, to make the same mistake twice, egregious, can't do it. Do not let that happen. So that, my friends, is the topic of the day. Be self-aware, give yourself honest assessments, and then make progress every day. Personal and self-development are key. They aren't everything, but they are key. And as you you know, grow and become more experienced, you have to define what your non-negotiable principles and values are. In our company, it's we're going to be relentless. We're going to focus on solutions. Yeah, we're going to acknowledge problems. We're not going to make love with the problems. We're going to focus on everything it takes to find those solutions, right? We're going to be unreasonably optimistic. We're not going to allow complaining and bitching and criticism to just uh, happen. Does that mean we're not going to be honest about uh, holding ourselves accountable? No, we're going to be accountable. We're going to hold others accountable. But we're going to do it in a positive way in which we understand that we all are in this together. We win together. We don't win individually. We win as a team. We lose as a team. And we're out to serve our customers and partners, and we do that. Our odds for success success as an entrepreneur increase dramatically. Our odds for success in life increase dramatically. The odds of success with your family and your children increase dramatically. 
So that, my friends, is my invitation to you to take massive action and and knock out this worst enemy because our own worst enemy is ourselves. Are you looking for more seven-figure secrets, content, or even how you can launch your own recession-proof business? Then check out sevenfigures.com. That's the digit seven, F-I-G-U-R-E-S.com, where we share more videos, stories, strategies, funding solutions, entrepreneurial education, and even the secret business type that's recession-proof. Thank you for listening, and if you're finding value in our podcast, please give us a five-star and invite others to join the club.